everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Sports Plus Podcast. We're going to try something different this week. Frank Cusimano, Sports Director here at Five On Your Side, got a really good interview with Pat Maroon. Talk to the town, hometown hero, St. Louis Blues, Stanley Cup champion. Still looking for a team this summer. This is the first time he sat down, I'm pretty sure, with any television station. So Frank got him this week. It's a great interview, and we just want to play the whole thing for you. So that's what we're going to do. Here's Frank Cusimano and Pat Maroon talking about being a hometown hero, Stanley Cup champion, and what his future might hold. Uh, the uh, the day with the cup, so anticipated, was it everything you hoped for and thought it was going to be? Yeah, it's a dream come true, obviously, winning the Stanley Cup. And I think the day comes with a lot of stress. And it's like, like I told you before, it's like planning a wedding. And But it, everything turned out amazing. It was the best day of my life, obviously. Anthony, having him was the best day of my life. But doing something you love for so many years and... You know, to go win a Stanley Cup, you, everything you ever dreamed of, you know, you, you, you dreamt of it your whole life as a kid and playing in the basement and playing street hockey and the opportunity. And I you know that, that this was my seventh year in the NHL. And when you step foot in the NHL, your ultimate goal is to win a Stanley Cup. And that day with the Cup was really uh, one of the best days of my life. And you know, taking it to All-American Sports Mall where I grew up playing, uh, my best friend, Sean Garsh, and his dad owns the building, Greg Garsh, and my uncle actually owns the roller hockey side. So it's a place where I grew up playing every day and going there every day, and, you know, it had a really good turnout, 450 people. It was private. Uh, so, yeah, it turned out great. And then going to Charlie Gito's for my fiance Francesca, her family, her grandfather's Charlie Gito, and I... I that was really fun because, you know, you get to see people you see down at the restaurant all the time and they invite them and eat toaster wraps out of the Stanley Cup and they get the opportunity to enjoy it. And, you know, her grandfather's been watching the Blues for so long and her dad, you know, and her brother get the opportunity. But just the people that were there, uh, long-time Blues fans, but long-time Charlie Gito's fans, like support them and come in, the regulars, and get the chance to uh, take a picture of Stanley Cup. But... Uh, the party after that was fun. It was a, a time I'll never forget being with all my close friends and family and uh, guys I used to play hockey with, juniors with, and got to come in. And Ryan O'Reilly was fortunately here doing a signing, so he came out and enjoyed the day with the Cup. So uh, that the night was fun, having Adam Sanders here, the country singer, singing at the out in Herman, Missouri, and you know the family that hosted us. So. You know, just being with my mom and dad throughout the day on the bus was something else. So because toasted ravioli is unique to St. Louis, do you think that's the first time toasted ravs have been eaten out of the Stanley Cup? Had to be. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen Robbie Fabry eat pasta out of it. I've seen a bunch of guys eat pasta out of it, but that's probably the first time it's ever been uh, with toasted ravs in the cup and eaten out of it. How about this? What do they do afterwards? So you had the cup. You get it at what time in the morning, and then what time are you done with it? So we get it at 9 in the morning, and then we're done with it at 12 midnight. So it has a curfew. Uh, <laughs> so you only get a small window of things to do. So in the morning, they come over here. We ate, me, my fiance, and son ate cereal out of it. We did family pictures with us, and my mom and dad came. We did family pictures. We did dog pictures. and. Um, 
so we had some of the neighbors come by and they can take a picture, but you really don't have that much time if you think about it throughout the day because you plan so much to do, but you have to make it a point where, okay, I'm an hour and 30 minutes at All-American. I'm an hour and 30 minutes at Charlie Gito's. I'm an hour and 30 minutes taking family pictures. So like, okay, there's almost six hours gone and then now what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, we got out to the ranch about um, four o'clock, 3.30, and then had the most of the day to swim and, and do all that stuff. So it was fun. So with so much food being eaten out of it, they must have to be, go to great detail to make sure it's really clean for everybody, right? Yeah, we, we went back in the back after we ate out of it and uh, <laughs> rinsed it out in the kitchen. So they made sure it was clean and make sure it was rinsed off because obviously <laughs> people are going to be drinking out of it, so you don't want a marinara sauce with your beer, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and have you had a chance, now that it's been a while, to think just how crazy and insane it is. You come here, and in your first season in your hometown, you win a Stanley Cup. I don't know, I should know this. Maybe nobody's ever done that in history. I don't think so. I think I'm the first-born player to do it. I think, I'm not for sure. Maybe American-born player to do it. Um, but yeah, obviously, you never thought of it in a million years that I would come home and sign a one-year deal and then win a Stanley Cup. Uh, if you would have told me that in the beginning of the year, I'd have been like, "You're full, you're full of it." And but we had a good team. Obviously, the start wasn't the where we wanted to be, uh, but we found out how to play our game and how to get to our game, and and it worked and it was effective. And uh, Craig Berube did a really good job of making sure everyone's held accountable, and and it was really good. So that being said, no, I mean this is everything. I ever dreamed of, of coming home, winning the Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues, a team I grew up watching, uh, do it in front of my fiance, my family, her family, my son gets to see me every day, go to work every day, and see what I do every day. And uh, the Stanley Cup's icing on the cake. I mean, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. How often when you're driving your big rig do you think about the Game 7 moment? A lot. I mean, there's times where I'm just sitting there at the gym, too, just working out, and I'm just sitting there like, I can't believe we won a Stanley Cup. Like, that's, that's insane to me. Like, it's real life. And my name gets to go on the Stanley Cup, a St. Louis-born player with the St. Louis Blues. And it's just like, sometimes it doesn't all click. And, you know, when fans come up to me, they want to take pictures and they want to talk about my Game 7 goal against Dallas. It's just like, wow, that's reality. I did that. So it's, it's, it's hard not to think about it. Do you have the Kerber call on your phone, or do you have that anywhere, the Chris Kerber's call of your Game 7 goal? I do not. You need to do that. <laughs> I knew. I know. Maybe I can get something, get something on my phone for that. All right, so now you're in a situation about your future. How do you see things at this point? You're on the phone a lot, I imagine. This is yeah. kind of a difficult, not difficult, this is a really important time, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, free agency. Uh, just trying to figure out where what's going on, and obviously, for me, it's just kind of it's a waiting game. Uh, restricted free agents, teams are still trying to make moves and uh, making sure they have room, cap space, and all that stuff. So, for me, I just you know I talk to my agent like twice a week and just just to catch up and kind of see what's going on in the market. And uh, we got a lot of interest, but 
just still, teams are still kind of waiting. And I totally get it, totally understand. And um, I'm 31. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting now and hopefully I can come back, you know, play for a team in the NHL that, you know, has another chance to win a Stanley Cup. You know, once you get one, you want two now. And your game, especially down the stretch where you scored a boatload of goals at the end of the regular season, then you had some really good postseason moments, good teams would be the ones that would be more inclined to sign you at this point. Do you agree? Uh, I guess. I'm a veteran presence, so I think, you know, if teams are struggling in the locker room, if they need locker room presence, I think I can do a really good job of that, bringing a different atmosphere, a different uh, energy to a locker room that maybe needs to be a little more upbeat. Uh, I can do that. I can bring that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm open to go anywhere. Uh, my door's open, and if teams call and they want me, then that means they want me, and I'll, I'll go there. So... Uh, I'm keeping my options open, so it's been a slow free agency, I would say. This has been probably one of the slowest. There's still a lot of guys out there that haven't signed, so um, I'm not really thinking about it too much, Frank. I just kind of just let my summer play out, you know, just making sure I'm ready when, when September 15th comes. You weren't going to let the free agency uncertainty get in the way of your Stanley Cup celebration with the Cup. You had to block it out of your mind and enjoy the moment in that whole period, right? Yeah, you have to, uh, especially now. I mean, if you think about it every day, it's, there's no point of it because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Uh, so, you know, I'm just patiently waiting. It's, uh, you can say it's frustrating. It is, but there's nothing. I'm out of control of it. You know, my agent's in control of it. He's he's done a good job, and uh, so I... I I just kind of just try not to think about it as much because uh, it, it dictates my future. And and for me, I'm just kind of just going with it, working out, skating. So, and when the time comes, I'm ready. And how would you characterize your fitness level now as opposed to other years at this point? Looks like you're in really good shape. Yeah, I feel good. Um, I'm ready. Uh, obviously, I still got a lot to do. I got to get on that ice. It's. It's been two months since I've been, but you know I've been skating last week and the week after, so still try to ease into it and uh, not, you know, it's it's hard, you know, playing all the way to June 12th. It's it's hard, it's hard, it's hard on your body. So you got to give your time some rest. You got to give your body what it needs, and you're sometimes your body needs a lot of rest. And I started training about uh, t two months, maybe two months now. I've been pretty at going at it hard. I guess not two months since we ended June 12th. It's August 5th, so a month and a half. Uh, I've, I took three weeks, two weeks off. and So, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Uh, you know, this game's given me everything, so I feel good. I feel good right now. I think once I start skating, I'm going to start to feel better and better. And, uh, you know, I got seven weeks or six weeks before training camp, so lots of time to get ready and lots of time before the first hockey game. When's the last time you or your agent has had a conversation with the Blues? That I do not know. He doesn't really tell me that much. Uh, you know, I just kind of tell, I just want him to tell me if there's, you know, what we have and what teams and, and you know, I don't go into the full details of what GMs say. I think uh, he kind of handles that situation. So, you know, I, I'm sure Doug is dealing with a lot of people. There's arbitration, restricted free agents that, you know, a lot of young guys that they're trying to sign. So. 
uh, me and Doug had a good talk. So we're, you know, he's got some stuff he needs to do. So, you know, he knows where I am. So you're not ruling it out? No, I never once did. I would, you know, I, you know, Doug, you know, we, we and him have a really good relationship. So no, I've never ruled the St. Louis Blues out at once. So, uh, yeah, you know, they're still there. But I, this is a quiet time, I feel like, for free agency and, you know, you know, sometimes GMs go travel, and this is their time to take a break. But obviously, you can see there's still arbitration going on, and uh, a lot of GMs are dealing with that. So there's a lot of stuff they have to deal with before they can come back to the free agents. Off topic, percentage of time you go into a restaurant or a bar where they actually give you the check? Uh, I've A lot of dinners have been paid for so far. So uh, even my parents' dinner gets paid for now. So... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Um, you know, going out and seeing the public and, you know, just restaurant managers coming up to us and just really taking care of us. It's really neat. So, uh, it's been a fun summer. And yeah, do you realize that you're, you're 31, let's just say you live to your 81. For 50 more years, every place you go in St. Louis, you're going to be regarded as a hero. You've approached David Freeze-like stature. I mean, it's kind of daunting to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, David, what David Freeze did, he did it in the World Series, but obviously I did it in the second round of the playoffs and scoring that game seven goals. You know, I scored two game-winning goals actually that series, and he's he did a lot more. I feel like he got the MVP. I mean, he's probably, but, you know, to, to have people recognize that to me is it's pretty cool because David Freeze had a hell of a career. He, you know, he's won World Series. He did it in St. Louis, like I did it in St. Louis, winning the Stanley Cup. He's, he hit big home runs for the St. Louis Cardinals and big hits. And so it's crazy to think about. You know, I really don't think about it like that, but people tell me this all the time, Frank, and uh, it's pretty cool. Have you, uh, are you surprised that you've heard from like big names, celebrities, or you're surprised that people actually know who you are after all this? I mean, what would be one person? I can't believe he knows who I am. Or he said, great goal. Uh, I don't know, celebrities. Um, I mean, obviously, Andy Cohen, I got to know yeah. him over the years, and uh, he's St. Louis born, so. Being John Hamm knows you now? John Hamm knows us, yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, it's all these guys from St. Louis that have come back and give back to the community and support the St. Louis Blues, it's really cool. And um, to have people reach out and text you and even old time coaches and recent coaches and, you know, players you played with back in the day that are retired. I mean, it's, it's cool stuff. Like Pat said, he's, he's still open to anything. If the Blues come knocking with the right offer, uh, he'd probably come back, but I don't know if that's really going to be the case. There's a lot of guys the Blues could bring up. They want their young guys to play. Pat had the best season you could possibly have as a St. Louis kid coming home for one year, winning the Stanley Cup in his hometown. I can't even imagine what that was like, but it might be time for him to move on. We'll see what happens. So that was Frank and Pat Maroon talking it over, and this is the Sports Plus Podcast. Tune in next week. We should have two episodes for you, a normal Sports Plus podcast. Then I think we're going to do another Rewind with Mike Bush. We'll find you a good interview to listen to from back in the day. Thanks for tuning in.